You're listening to Behind the Scenery, the podcast from the Cumbrian Arts and Culture Network, which gets under the bonnet of the arts and culture scene here in Cumbria every month of the year. And this is episode eight. Welcome to the Behind the Scenery podcast with Tom Spirt. This month marks the 109th birthday of Millen poet Norman Nicholson, January the 8th to be precise. 2023 is going to be a busy year for the Norman Nicholson Society because their biennial festival will be back this summer in Millen over the first weekend in July. It'll feature a screening of the award-winning short film Shadow of the Mountain and a discussion with its producer Simon Phelps, plus a talk by Karen Lloyd, editor of the recently published collection of writing North Country. Well, I've been along to a very ordinary-looking street in Millen with an extraordinary story to tell. To find out a bit more about Norman Nicholson, about where he lived and worked, and about the society dedicated to his cause. So I'm standing on a street on a sunny day in Millen, and before me is a black and white house. Um, and I can see a blue sign above a plaque, above half, halfway up the, the wall. It says, Home of Cumbrian Poet... Norman Nicholson, Man of Millen, 1914 to 1987. And I'm joined by Charlie Lambert, who knows quite a lot more about Norman Nicholson than I do. Charlie, hello. Hi, Tom. OK, and what's your position? I'm the chair of the Norman Nicholson Society. OK, and today is, is, a, is a special day. It's an open day of the house, isn't it? It is. It's something that we thought that uh, it would be a good idea to show off some of the memorabilia that uh, we have, artefacts that belong to Norman Nicholson, things about Norman Nicholson, and give people the chance to come into his old home and just soak up a, a little bit of this great poet's life. OK, well, let's wander inside. There's a few people looking around uh, as we wander inside. Just going inside a white door into the opening, uh, the front room. And tell us a bit about the house. Well, this was um, Norman's lifelong home. Uh, originally, it was the, the shop where his father, Joseph, carried on his business. Joseph was a gent's outfitter. He also supplied a lot of the school uniforms for Millam schools. And I keep bumping into people who tell me that they would come to Joe's shop to get their school uniform. <laughs> Um, and where we are right now was actually the business part of the building. This was where the counter was, where Joe did his business. Uh, and today we've taken over part of this as a kind of a welcoming area for people coming into the house with information about the society, some introduction to Norman and some of the exhibits. And through the back, just through there, is uh, the room which was uh, where the family used to live. We'll wander through there in a second. In this room I can see some of the um, robes from his various doctoral... Um, degrees that he's been awarded and some lovely images of various parts of, of Norman's life. What, why does Norman Nicholson matter? Why have you taken such an interest yourself in him? Well, I first stumbled across Norman's work in 1986 and I was immediately struck by just what lovely poetry it was. Uh, it, it struck a chord and I think for me it was to do with his style. You can almost hear him talking to you uh, and there's a wonderful sense of humour as well that runs through his work. 
But as time has gone by, I've become to realise what an important writer he was because he was zoning in on issues which didn't seem all that important then but are very important now, and I'm talking, of course, about environmental issues. As long ago as the 1940s, he was writing about the dangers of unsustainable farming. And, you know, hello, you know, we're still trying to deal with that now. So is a, a man whose poetry still connects with the present day it, it is and with so issues that are around it, now? It is really relevant today and it's quite sobering to think that somebody was talking about this decades ago and people weren't listening. Okay. I think it's very accessible poetry as well. We're just stepping through um, into the back room that you mentioned earlier and again there's some more lovely images and... Um, bits of poetry of Nicholson's stuff here. There's a lovely poem here called Road Up, which is a, a poem for children, wasn't it? Yes, uh, he wrote a number of poems for, for children. Uh, he, he actually loved, loved working with children as well. You know, he, he loved the buzz that he got uh, with, uh, with, with children talking back to him. So this one, yeah, I mean, of all the ideas, it's just an idea that sprang from seeing some workmen digging up, digging up the road, and he's got this great poem out of it. What's wrong with the road? Why all this hush? They've given an anaesthetic in the lunch hour lush. Uh, you know, and so it goes on. Uh, yeah, so, so that's lovely. And, and, and he also wrote quite a lot about Cumbria, and you know, he, he made a living out of his writing, and it wasn't just the poetry that, that, that he wrote about. He, he kind of wrote travel guides and regional guides, didn't he, local guides? He did. He was, he was very well-travelled throughout Cumbria. He knew an awful lot, and he had this um, terrific eye for detail, you know, whether it was wanting to know exactly what kind of rock a particular settlement was built on. You know, was, was, it, was it slate? Was it limestone? What was it? Uh, he knew a lot about fauna and flora, uh, and some of the books he's written, there's one over there in the cabinet, Cumberland and Westmoreland, which um, somebody who comes originally from Westmoreland uh, you know, I found absolutely fascinating to read. And it, it's, not, it's not just a kind of description of the topography. It's full of lovely comment and insights about the people and the habits and what used to go on in the past and things like that. So he, he is an absolute well of knowledge and it's well worth dipping into it. Absolutely. Great sideburns as well. Let's just go finally through to the room at the back where I can see this lovely old typewriter, an imperial typewriter, uh, which was the typewriter that he used to lots of his writing. Little little label say, next to it saying, Nicholson's handwriting was famously illegible after advice from the poet T.S. Eliot, no less. Of course, he used to run Faber and Faber. To use a typewriter, Nicholson was able to acquire this model, probably secondhand. So the society, um, Charlie, what's the society trying to do and, you know, what sort of, what's, what's his ambitions? Well, first and foremost, the society exists to study Norman's work and to celebrate it and, you know, to, to, to mix with like-minded people, which we do. But we do have a project to, to buy this house. We don't own it at the moment. Uh, we want to buy it. We want to renovate it. Um, a lot of repairs are needed. And we want to turn it into a full-time museum, so not just a pop-up version like this, but to convert the upper two floors into a proper museum to Norman. Uh, and downstairs here to um, have a, a really good quality cafe in here, which will provide income on a day-to-day basis, but will also be a really significant community hub where community groups can meet in a place that's really special to Millham. Uh, Something that Norman would approve of? Uh, yeah, I think so, without a doubt. You know, for example, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're in close contact with Copeland Social Prescribing Unit. They're interested in putting a dementia support group in here, things like that. Um, 
So we've been working on this for a few years now. Uh, we've made some good progress. We've made some great breakthroughs on the funding front, but we haven't got the full amount that we need yet to deliver the goods. So, so we're still so, working. OK, so plans afoot for that. Yeah. And I suppose ultimately you're always gently trying to raise the profile of Norman Nicholson as well. We do that. Um, you know, we do that with events like today, uh, with uh, our website, normannicholson.org, our social media. Um, we want to raise this profile, not just here in Midland, but throughout Cumbria and throughout the country as well, because he is, I think he's a great poet. I think he's an overlooked poet. I think he's somebody that uh, people will enjoy getting to know. Well, it was an absolute pleasure meeting Charlie at number 14 St George's Terrace in Millham. And anyone wanting to donate to the project's crowdfunding campaign only has until the end of this month to see their donation doubled, thanks to match funding from the Architectural Heritage Fund. The AHF will match all donations pound for pound up to a maximum of £20,000. And they're on about 15000 at the moment, so now's the time. Anyone wanting to donate can do so at gofundme.com and in the search box type Norman Nicholson. The Society is also organising a Nicholson Study Day in collaboration with the University of Cumbria to take place in Ambleside in September. There's plenty more information about all this on their website, which is www.normannicholson.org. And that's it for this month. Do contact me on email if you want me to visit you via hello at cacn.co.uk. That's hello at cacn.co.uk. And do spread the word and share the podcast on social media, please. And get in touch if you want me to get behind the scenery where you are. <laughs>